Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. But let's check in with the most important man, uh, Will Ortner? What's up? Oh, what's up, buddy? Give yourself a round of applause. Push the button. Once yourself, I find it, make hold yourself on. sound appreciated here. Where are the drops? I need you to be focused and ready. There it is. I found it. I'm doing too many things right now. Yeah. I'm all cross-armed. It's a whole thing. You are cross-armed. Good thing you got those uh, long arms there so you can long reach levers. everything. Uh, qu- quick question for you. Yes. Did you say that Marco Gonzalez gets the bump? He's on the bump. He's on the bump. You said yeah. he gets the bump. Hey, look, man, I got a lot of things going on okay. right now. Okay. Hope, that hey. just it sounds like it sounds like look. before he goes out and pitches, he's doing cocaine. Look, man. When you say gets the bump, if look. it adds if it adds two miles an hour to his fastball, Ooh. I'm not saying I'm not Ooh. out here recommending it. I'm not out here promoting. It sounds like you are. No. Well. No. Well. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do to make it in this league. Ask Barry Bonds. Was he on cocaine and steroids? He was for sure on something. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I've never seen. Only because in one offseason his head doubled in size. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never seen a 38-year-old man's head double in size. You know what? I would have to check. My brother's head is enormous. Did it double in size at 38? I don't know when it did. I'd have to go back and check, and I I don't know. But at some point, his head was a lot bigger than mine. I don't know when it happened. He is 43. Could have been 38. But not hitting any more home runs, that's for sure. 
Dude, I I never hit a home run. Never? Well, not out of the park. I think I hold the record for most home runs robbed in Little League. Robbed? Like as a four. De- you robbed four no, in got Little League? Robbed. Got robbed four, four times. times. Whoa. Four yeah. times. There's no way anyone beats that record without that hitting terrible. a home run. Yeah, yeah. Never. There's wow. no chance. It's yeah. actually one of my prouder achievements in life. That's pretty good. Right? Like, yeah, no. How unlucky that. is that? Like, whenever I lose, I can just say, ah, oh, I should have known. Yeah. See, I was I was never a power hitter. Uh, the closest I came to a home run was the in the same tournament. We played a tournament at Mark Morris. Uh, I guess it was uh, Lower Columbia Community College and Mark Morris. They've got, like, the big oh, yeah. baseball hey, complex. I played you, at okay. Hawkinson. Okay. I'm well aware of oh, what Mark Morris has going on. But yeah, okay. So they, but they've got, they've got the, the LCC field that is fenced or at least was fenced and then they have the one next to it where i think mark moore's played that didn't have a fence at the time and so we're playing in this tournament so we played on both fields and in one at bat i hit the ball about a foot from going over the fence one foot left of the foul pole down the left field line and then on the next pitch i hit it about a foot from going over the fence and a foot left of the foul pole down the right field line for a stand-up triple. Because the whole outfield shift. Like, first first pitch inside, pulled it, just missed it foul. And so the whole outfield shifts. And then I went the other way, stand-up triple. Almost hit it out of the, over the fence. Was very happy. The next day, we're playing on the other field with no fence. And I hit a ball that traveled further than anything that I ever hit. And just kept going. And I had a, another stand-up triple. But if there was a fence, it would have cleared it. But that's as close as I ever got. I never, I never had a home run until I played fast-pitch softball. Hey, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I am. State championship tournament. Ooh. Two home runs. Fast-pitch. Girls fast-pitch softball. And did we win the state championship? Yes. Oh, hey. Yes, we did. Hey. So you're going to state Hang championship. The banner. Then, then we came back, and we won the regional tournament uh, and got a, my first airplane ride. Was uh, uh, with my girls' softball team that I played on uh, when I was 18 years old. How was it a girls' softball team? Was it co-ed? Uh, guys, Am I well, missing something here? So it's fast pitch. I get a call from my uh, my cousin, and I had three cousins that pitched uh, fast pitch softball in college. And my sister trained with my uncle, who taught all three of them uh, how to uh, how to pitch. So I used to go, and I'd be there standing. I'd do some batting practice off of uh, these ladies. Who could absolutely chuck a softball? So after I graduate from high school, my cousin calls me up. She goes, hey, we need a right fielder for our softball team. And I go, I go, oh, you're playing co-ed softball. She goes, no, technically it's girls fast pitch, but it was part of Little League. So it was, they call it big league. I didn't know Little League went until you were 18 years old. Oh, yeah. I, I'm shocked it doesn't go past 18. It, it might as well. Well, here's probably why it doesn't. I go, I go, well, here's the problem. I go, I'm not, I go, even, even if guys can play on the team, I go, I'm not in your district. She's like, oh, don't worry. I've already checked into that too. In Southwest Washington, there are, I don't know, six little leagues. I was in the uh, geographical area of Evergreen Little League. Oh, hey, yeah, that's my you play at Evergreen? Yeah. No, well, I played at Glenwood. 
Oh, okay. Glenwood's finest. Ah, oh, there you go. So we used to play at Old Weinberg Park that is now uh, Rick's Custom Fencing. Yep. Uh, but now it's now it's out in Hawkinson. So yeah, the uh, yeah. the new Evergreen Little League. Evergreen Little League Fields in Hawkinson. Yeah. It's like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It totally is. Anyway, so I played at Old uh, Weinberg Park, and I was like, well, wouldn't I have to play for the Evergreen team? Don't worry about it. Evergreen doesn't have a team. Glenwood didn't have a team. Cascade didn't have a team. She goes, because your district does not have a team, she goes, you can just come out and play for the uh, Lewis River Little League team in Woodland. The only other team that feel, feel a team was, uh, was Battleground. So our entire season was Woodland versus Battleground. And it was such... Such a bad team that Battleground fielded. One of their guys on their team uh, that tried to pitch one time looked like you, and he's like, nobody else could pitch. I might as well try. Like they had literally nobody that could throw the ball over the plate. We had at least three pitchers on our team. Well, look. and so we won every single game. Mm-hmm. After the first game, I just decided like they wanted. I played right field because I was the last guy on the team. They're like, we just need a right fielder. The entire outfield was guys. The entire infield was like the Woodland High School infield, and so. Uh, I, I just decided I was like this pitching is terrible. This is gonna we're like let's just get through these games. I batted left handed the entire season, never hit left handed my entire life, and then we get to the state tournament. I turn around and hit right handed. All the girls on the team were like, "We didn't know you could hit like that." I'm like, "Well, just wait a minute. You're not Ichiro. Look, no, well, I kind of was Ichiro. I'll tell you what, uh, you're slap bunter. Oh, dude, that's how I got on base. Listen, my my batting average was fantastic, but I turned around right handed, power hitter. The other thing that was Ichiro like. It was my right field play. <laughs> take a one hopper. A I take a one hopper and throw a girl at first base. And oh. oh, I'll tell you what, they did not like that. No, I'm sure they yeah. didn't. But also, to be fair, they are from Battleground, which I would argue, as far as little towns go sure. in that area, the worst in that Ooh. area athletically. Yeah, well, here's athletically. I, it's a fine town. I'm from Battleground. Okay, I was. I lived right next to Captain okay. Strong and Chief Umtouch for like ten years. Okay, so I studied this for sure. decades, a decade, a, a full decade, a full decade, and I know Battleground not it athletically. Uh, Rich, Richie Richie from from Battleground, uh, the original uh, team captain on uh, the Gonzaga's first. Uh, tournament run made it to Sweet Sixteen. Did he go to Battleground or he went did to Battleground? He, he went to Battleground to High School because most. No, of the... he went to Battleground. Oh, Dick okay. Dickow, Dickow, and Zach Gord were both Prairie guys. Richie Sexton. Richie Sexton was a Prairie yeah. guy. Uh, he went on to play baseball. I'm trying to think of other Ashley Corral. Uh, oh, I don't know Ashley Corral. She was a. I think she played at USC. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. There's some. There's some. There's some guys. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, Gunner Talkington, was he a central guy or is he Eastern? Gunner Talkington is an Eastern guy. Eastern. A good okay. friend of mine. Yeah, Gunner. I grew up Gunner, with Gunner. man, that guy, I can, love that guy can spin it, dude. He can't. Well, okay, so Gunner and like my old He's roommate. He's not very big. My He's old a little roommate, taller, Max, that guy, watch out. If he had been taller, oh, I know. Oh, he'd yeah. be he'd be in the league. But yeah. my old roommate Max He would be and, in the league. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. But Gunner and my old roommate Max. They're like the best two athletes to come out of Battleground in like the last 10 years. Sure. I don't think anyone can prove me wrong. And this isn't like an attack on Battleground, but when's yeah. the last time that you've like opened the newspaper or you've looked, you know, online and you'd be like, wow, 
I think the Tigers could win a championship this year. Well, so, Never. Not once. So I had a conversation when we were covering high school football uh, for 1080 The Fan. We had uh, we would do 9-10 games. Mm-hmm. We'd do Southwest Washington games. Uh, me and Ryan Buckley. Ooh. We'd go up there and we Dynamic duo. Oh, I will tell you what. The broadcast quality, I'll tell you. You'd, you'd tune in. You'd be like, oh, what is this, high school football? Four quarters later. You'd be just living and dying with every play. I mean, we, <laughs> we we brought people in. I remember and, listening. And paint, oh, there you go. You know then. I, I mean, we painted a picture with words that is unmatched in any sport broadcast of all time. Hey, we we dominated so much at Hawkinson. It was there. running clock. I'd, uh, oh, yeah. I'd be able to catch the fourth quarter of whatever <laughs> game you guys were doing. Yes, you would. So uh, when we were talking to the coach uh, with Battleground, the biggest Peck. challenge. Yep, yeah, Mike Peck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest challenge that they face is just geographically trying to get those kids in one place at one time. Like, if you change, like, this is what he was saying. He's like, if you have to change a practice time and you have to tell the kids from Amboy or Yakult mm-hmm. that they're changing the time, not only do they not always have reliable transportation, they've got an hour commute <laughs> depending on what, oh, yeah. what's going on. It is- so it's just, it's like, so, I mean, in, in Hawkinson, Hawkinson's not a Huge geographical. Area. No, we got two roads. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. got one going east, but we you got want, one going west. Yeah, you <laughs> want to get everybody together. You get you get that little crew, like whatever. Like we played so much pickup, everything, like mm-hmm. at Mountain View, and I was I lived closer to Hawkinson, and I was I was probably one of the farthest kids from the school. But it was just so easy to get a game going. Like we would go and play seven on seven football. And then we'd go and like half of us were on the baseball team. So then we'd go and play wiffle ball or pick up a basketball and go and shoot hoops or whatever. Try to get the kids from Battleground together. It's like, oh, uh, well, Johnny's got a hunting trip this weekend and uh, Gary's going ice fishing and whatever. It's like, yeah, all of those schools along I 5 that once you go north, like Woodland, La Center, Kalama, uh, pick pick your school, Kelso, whatever. Though you have to remember that, like, there's a few people that live there next to the freeway. A lot of the people live way up in the woods. Like oh, you, you hey, play. No, you play Kelso in baseball. There's gonna be a kid wearing leather work gloves as batting gloves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, in battleground too. It's yeah. like the All biggest. I want to say it's the biggest school geographical. Yeah, yep, it is the school district. It's like the farthest apart. Yep. Um. Well, well, and they 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 were petitioning to be 2A because they're like, listen, yes, we have a big population of school, but you have to remember how difficult it is to get kids to come out for sports. So. Yeah, because, there, well, there is a certain sect that yep. will do that. They do not play sports. Yep. Oh, yeah. They do not play sports. Which well, is, they, they're the apostolic Lutherans. Yes. 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 Yep. Hey, look, there's a sect that yep. was in Hawkinson, too. Yep. They're great. Yep. And you know what? That's fine. Hey, man, whatever your religious beliefs, I'm not here to judge. Nope. But um, but your parents are, and they're going to tell you not to play sports. <laughs> it's why it's why battleground sucks at sports. And it I'm does sorry, not help. someone it's had not, not to the say whole it. reason. And I'm not afraid to say it. I am someone from battleground, and and that's okay. And look, the yeah. good people, the players who are good in battleground, they go somewhere better. They end up at Hawkinson, a much better school, that's clearly right. superior recent state champion well hey, listen back to back state champion uh Hawkinson Hawks mm-hmm. uh yeah yep. you can't do much better no I mean you really can't well and and they did it as the second smallest or the smallest 2A school and played oh, yeah. I think the largest and the second largest in Tumwater and, and uh Linden 
Yeah, no, so, I, that sounds right. I yeah. I loved being at Central, being able to hold that over <laughs> all those all the... stupid Linden Lions and <laughs> yeah. T Birds. Good. Good. I'm glad that you did. That makes that makes me happy that you could carry on that legacy. Wow. And you played on both of those teams. I did not. I played. I w- I'm two years too early. So oh, I played, you missed both of them. So you I was no help team. at all. That's not true. I paved the way. <laughs> Luke, I paved the way. How dare you? Without me, Hawkinson would never have won a, a playoff game. They, they, would, the they, would pro- playoff they probably game. they probably would have had to eliminate their football team without you. First playoff game win in school history. There me. That's my go. team. Hey, I didn't I tackled the punter twice. Look at you. Look Your at own me. punter? No, the uh, other just, punter. I, just... I wasn't on my own punt team. <laughs> Uh, well, that no? wasn't uh, that wasn't what the starters had to do. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, some of us some of us never left the field. Uh, you know, when That's we played, right. When we played JV, uh, right. so we can get into that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, t- today's shows today's shows a, a little wonky. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but today we have the the Kentucky Derby. I've heard about the Kentucky Derby. Are you trying to find a way to bet on it? You don't know how to bet on the Kentucky Derby? Well, like, can no, you not bet I'm through? trying. It, it, DK's making me go to a different app, and then this app. Just go up to a Well, I'm going to the Berg. As soon as we're done, I'm out. The Berg? I'm going to Ellensburg, man. Oh. It's our spring game. Okay, well. And I'm trying to make the last 20 minutes. What's the fastest way to get to Ellensburg? Oh, hop on 84, go uh, through the Dalles, go up to Biggs Junction, and then head up through Sanders. And how much time do you lose if you go north and then uh, and then go uh, depends on how Morton Pass is looking. Yeah, check Morton Pass. We'll, or go some, north, hit Alan A, and then you've got a ticket boom. in your hand. What? How long is it going to take you? I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. Me and my buddy that we're going up together, we could spend all day at Alan A. Well, if, <laughs> if yes, we stop can, at Alan A, but if you go in with a mission, you go. Out. I just got to get money on the horse, and then get in. That's true. I don't know any horses, though. I'm literally, okay. I, I'm just gonna read the names and whichever one speaks to me. Well, I kind of have a sense that you, uh, you, you don't know a lot about horse racing. Just a guess. Uh, I, I watch Sea Biscuit. Would you like? Would you like to play a little game? Yeah, let's play. Okay. So here's here's how we're gonna start this off. the The Derby Show is always a uh, silly show mm. uh, because horse racing and horse naming in particular, it's silly. This should be fun. So I've set up a game. Uh, these are great horse names uh, from history or song title. So we're going to play uh, horse, horse or song, and we'll do that to start things off. You're listening to The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. No Will Darkins today. It's Will Ortner. Uh, we're going to do a double dip uh, this week and next week. Because Will, uh, Will's dead for a little bit. He'll be back though. Yeah, I, I think I'm a uh, whole month. You're, you're, you're basically. I think you're here. Well, I don't, I don't know about Memorial Day. Uh, I, you're. Right. I'm, I'm planning being here for Memorial Day, but so most of the month. But yeah, I've got, a, I've got an anniversary trip on the twentieth. So you'll be filling in for me, or Darkens will be filling in for me. But for the next two weeks, it's you and I. Yeah, it's true. The Will and Luke Power Hour. That's AKA Luke and Will. Well, it's always Luke and Will. You're right. Well, look, yeah. my brother's name is Luke. Yeah. And so I always have to make sure that he knows I'm the alpha. And so that was just an accidental. Well, thing. and then I'm I not know, the alpha here. I don't know if you <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh Will Darkens named his child after me. Oh so, really? Yeah, oh yeah. Finn Luke Darkens. That's awesome. That's true. So uh maybe Great not, name. maybe not after me, but could could be her his brother in law. I'm not sure. I think it's me, but you you can verify that with him. Um, so today is the Kentucky Derby. Um, I always love it when people come on and pretend to know a lot about horse racing because it's a Derby Day, and try to guess. I do not like to pretend that I know anything about it. Uh, I bet horse racing one day only because I needed a seat at the sports book because I was trying to watch uh, Syracuse win the Final Four when I first moved to Vegas. And this lovely old woman uh, taught me uh, what I needed to know to bet on the horses so that I could sit in the horse betting area. And uh, my little practice runs, she's like, all right, this is how you read about the horses. And you can see if, uh, you know, how their uh, mother was uh, and their father and what they did and the track conditions and all this. And I learned how to read the sheet. And I go, okay, so in this race, I would bet uh, win, place show. And she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good for this one. And then I watch the race and I win. And so I do another trial one, pick them, win, place show. Perfect. Two in a row. So then I go up and place bets all day. I uh, did not win a single thing, so I gave up on horse racing. That's that's also gambling in general. Oh, like, gambling it. is great at the first bet you ever make well, of hammering it. Yeah, so, well, it depends on your approach. So, like, my wife grew up in Las Vegas, but when she was 19, 18 or 19, she moved away. And, uh, and she moved back when she was 21 and didn't know how to play any of the games. Like, she knew all the casinos, and she'd go in there and have, like, you know, go to the restaurants and do all the things, but she didn't know how to gamble. So she wanted me to teach her and she, um, she, she goes, I want to learn how to play craps. And I want to learn how to play roulette. And we lost quick at craps. So she will never play. Oh crap. I know. And then she, and then she won at roulette. So now that's her game. But my sister's, the, my, my sister's the total opposite though. Like, I don't know that she gambles at all, but on her 21st birthday, she came to visit me. I was living in Las Vegas. So my sister comes down to visit, and we cleaned up at craps. But my sister wasn't paying attention, and she was just working on getting drunk. And the night ended with, like, the automatic doors at the uh, New Frontier Casino closing on her head repeatedly. And then I had to carry her to her hotel room, and then just dumped her inside the door, left her with her friends. I go, you're in charge of her now. 
And we literally had to push her out of the way of the door so it could close. And then I left. And so she survived. She's still alive. But she doesn't remember playing craps at all. So she does not have like this Well, yeah, I mean, she probably has permanent brain damage after getting hit in the head with all the doors. Well, it's one door over and over again. Yeah. And then the rest of it. Yeah. That's how you get concussions. Have you not seen uh, concussion? I have not, actually. Uh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I just know they always say in football, it's the repeated hits. It's, it's not the, the big hits. hits. Yeah. Uh, so every year for the Derby, I always like to look at the names. So if you, do you have the list up? Have you looked at the names? Because you said you want to place a bet. We went through it. Well, I know Forte. It's not his forte to win. Well, the forte, Derby. yeah, no, because he's scratched. Yeah, that's the one scratch. that Dusty told me about. I was sitting in yesterday uh, with Dusty or Danny and Dusty. Oh, see, was he trying to be smart horse guy? No, but he that wasn't was a like, favorite. He wasn't pretending to be dumb horse guy either. Yeah. He was just mad I didn't know who Mr. Ed was. And then that led to a whole thing. And How are you supposed to know who Mr. Ed was? Exactly. Yeah. And then Danny showed me the Chappelle show skit. So then I thought that's how I was supposed to know who Mr. Ed was. Yeah. And it f- turns out that it wasn't just the skit. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it goes way back. It's like 1950s TV show. Yeah. Like, whatever. I'm, Do you know I'm Bewitched? I'm missed out. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You, maybe you should have heard of Mr. Ed, but the fact that you didn't. I'm, I heard of Lassie. Does that count? Sure. Rin Tin Tin. Eh, that was the other one. I, I yeah, haven't heard that's of that fine. One. That's fine. All right. So let's go through this. I'm going to give you the names, and then you said you're just going by instinct, right? Yes. So these are the names of the oh, ho- instinct. These are the names of the horses, and uh, I think I've picked out my favorite. But uh, uh, in the first position, you have Hit Show. Ooh. Verifying. I like that one. Two fills. Confidence game. That's a good one. Yeah. Tap mm. it trice. <laughs> King's Barn. Reincarnate. Maj. Mm. Disarm. Jace's Road. Sun Thunder. Angel Emp- Angel of Empire. Raise Kane. Derma Sotagek. Sotageki. I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the that's the horse from Japan? Sure, I think, or yep. the trainer's from Japan. Someone Sotogake. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, Rocket can. <laughs> that's mine. Rocket butt. <laughs> Been there. Uh, Cyclone mischief. I like that one too. Uh, Mandarin hero and King Russell. Who King Russell's a good one, but I I gotta go confidence game. Confidence game is good. Confidence game is good. Yeah. And I think it's a precursor. Like I'm going okay. back to college for the first time since I graduated. I need a confidence game okay. Saturday night. So that way, you know, maybe uh I make some new friends. All right. So odds, odds uh for confidence game, sixteen to one, started at twenty one. They're improving with Forte dropping out. So, so it's a good bet. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. already like, a good bet. You can make some money. There you go. It's we, already a good bet. We, we figured it out. I've uh, got the confidence now. All right. So if you don't know who Mr. Ed is, I'm confident that you do not have a lot of uh historical knowledge of pop culture. No, I I mean from my birth. So two sure. thousands okay. okay up. Sure. When I say historical, it doesn't go to 2000. Well, that's historical uh, for me. <laughs> I, okay. This, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I have historical horse names. Some are within the 2000s. And I have uh, I have song titles. Uh, some may be before your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your, your scope of uh, knowledge about horse racing, I'm thinking, is limited. So we're going to play a game. Uh, after we do the Sports Center update, we're going to play a game where I've picked a list of song titles and a list of horse names, and you have to tell me which is which. So uh, we will do that right after this Sports Center update.
Well, we were just talking about the Derby, Luke, so I thought I might as well mention that the Kentucky Derby favorite, Forte, he's been scratched from Saturday's race. Apparently, he got up this morning, galloped around, and there was an issue with a bruised right foot for Forte. Oh, not my, good. My question here, he's got three others. Like, are we going to rip on him for not playing through injuries like we rip on Anthony Davis or yeah, you know, other NBA players? Well, I don't think I don't think that uh, horses and NBA players are equivalent. They're athletes. Yeah, they are athletes. Um, I just wonder if they look at the horse, like look in the eye and just go, he doesn't look ready. Like, uh, he doesn't know, look ready. I there there has to be uh, there has to be a monetary gain from this because there's just a there's just a trainer that was uh, I think he was banned from the Derby for yeah. killing two horses uh, recently. Yeah, like six horses have died already or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like two this year, yeah. something like that. So Crazy. yeah, I here here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. There are uh, there are people out there that do not care about these animals at all based on that story. So the fact that the trainer decided to take Forte out, I hope that it is good for the animal and he's going, this is the right thing for, for my horse and not just going, well, financially, if I run it and then I have to kill this horse, then that probably won't be good. I can make more money in other races or whatever it is. Right. I, I hope it's just not all financial. And somebody's actually looking at the animal going, all right, let's not kill this animal. I hope so too. There but you know what? At the end of the, at the, end of the day, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if Skip Bayless opened up his Monday show going, have we ever seen a softer horse than Forte? <laughs> Play through your injuries in big moments. Yeah, oh, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, he probably will do that, let's be honest. That would be fantastic. All right, more sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Will Ortner from the Tanya Fan Sports Desk, Portland's sports leader. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. It's a great song. All right, it's Derby Day. We've got a little game for Will Ortner. We're going to see how smart he is. Ooh, I've that, never done well at these. That's fine. That's that's kind of why I planned it out. If, if, if Darkins were here, I'm not even sure if I would have picked this because he's, uh, he's super competitive and... Uh, He's kind of an idiot savant when it comes to pop culture. The things that he knows always surprise me. The things that he doesn't know are amazing, too. Um, so maybe we would have played this game. But what I did, this is not an exhaustive search. And there, if, uh, if there is a horse with one of these song names or a song with one of these horse names, I apologize. But what I did was I took a list of the funniest horse names I could find and a list of the funniest song names I could find uh, and then found songs that sounded like horse names and... 
and I just picked the funniest of the horse names. So it's not it's not going to be a perfect list, but I, I figured I would start easy for you, and we want to just this will be to calibrate and see where how much knowledge you have. Okay, so I'm going to give you the first song or horse name. All you have to do is tell me whether it's a song or horse name. Bonus points if you tell me uh, the year that the horse ran or the artist that sang the song. Okay. Cool. Sounds good to me. All right. First one. Rock Lobster. Uh, that is a Family Guy song. A Family Guy song. Well, he sings a song called Rock Lobster. That is a B fifty two song. You are correct, sir. I was going to say yes. I know. Yep. I know he sings From family, it in family Guy. guy. Oh. And that's the only reason okay. I know it. All right. Play along at home. Keep score for yourselves. Let us know how you do. Uh, the text line five zero three. To go fan, T O G O F A N. Uh, all right, mine that bird, horse or song. That is a horse. That is. I am aware of mine that bird. Okay, that um, is that is the Derby winner from twenty twelve, two thousand nine. Okay, not bad. Okay, not I was bad. like, I don't no, know no. why I know that name. I don't know. Did he? Did it's he a, almost get a, a triple crown? Uh, maybe. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, yeah. I know. I know the research that I did this morning. I don't need a whole lot more than that. Uh, mine smell like honey. Mine smell like honey. Mine smell like honey. Song now, or horse. Now, here's where it gets hard because yeah. I knew about Rock Lobster because of Family yeah. Guy, and I know about Mine That Bird sure. for some reason. <laughs> mine smell like honey seems like you're trying to trick me because Ooh. it would be a song, but it sounds like it could be a horse name. But I'm really worried about what is yours and why does it smell like honey. And now I'm gonna say song, and I really hope it's not a male or. <laughs> I hope it's not a male singer. It's REM. It is a male singer. Oh no way! Uh, it's an REM song. Michael Stipe is the uh, singer of that. That's uh, terrifying. Yeah. Well, listen. That's that's how it works. Why uh, is he smelling it? <laughs> uh, speaking of smelling it, horse or song? Odor in the court. Odor, odor in, in the, the court. court. That has to be a horse, dude. There's no way someone made a song. There was just one called Mine Smell Like Honey. Yeah, but there's no way, like, unless it was like a Charmin commercial. Yeah, yeah. Where someone had bad gas and needed some TP. Odor in the Court is a horse, ran in 1996 Kentucky Derby. And yes. all these horses ran in the Derby, by the way. So uh, there you go. Uh, not 100% sure how to pronounce this. Zungazungazungazungazung. What? <laughs> Zung guz unga guza zungazang. Uh, that's that's got a that's a horse. That's a horse. Ooh, that is a song by the Yellow Men. Sorry, that is a song by the Yellow Men. That seems like an uh, offensive band name. Uh, barely legal. Oh please! Oh no! Now we've run into a whole thing because yesterday we were talking about Aerosmith and the fact that you know Steven Tyler was the original Chris Jenner having his daughter out there running around scantily clad. Sure, yeah, Alicia Silverstone Barely and uh, yeah. I know there's a winger song called Seventeen. <laughs> yes, there, yes, there is. Uh, uh, 
horse. It is a horse. Yeah. Actually, it's two horses. It is a kind of a uh, surprise one. Uh, so the horse names, I believe, can last until the horse is 10, and then they can be reused. Barely Legal ran in the 1982 and 89 Kentucky Derbies. It was not the same horse. Oh. Uh, Satan gave me a taco. <laughs> Satan. Fast car. On the highway. It made me think of the SNL. Um, Will Ferrell is Satan trying to make the song. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. It took me to Fast Car. Don't know. On the highway. On the byway. Um, That was me stalling. Yes, uh, I could tell. I, that's got to be a song. That is a song. That is it's by the artist be Beck. You got it correct. Uh, I kicked a boy. Why does that seem like a Lizzo song? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. Or Megan Trainer. I don't know. <laughs> this is Taylor Swift's most recent breakup song. There you go. Yeah. Well, if it's a uh, horse, I don't feel happy for that boy either. The boy's dead. <laughs> I'm going to go song. It is a song. It is a song by a band called The Sundays. You are correct. Uh, Mookie's Run. Oh, I'm sorry. Mookie's Running. Uh, is, is that like a Dodger song now that they sing when Mookie Betts comes up to bat? No, all right, bad joke. Uh, oh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> bad joke. Uh, I, I, the the reason I picked this one, I don't, and I don't know if you know this. I think we talked about this last week. The original uh, name that Pearl Jam wanted to go by was Mookie Blaylock. And their oh, first yeah. album, 10, is named after his jersey number. I don't know. They liked Mookie Blaylock. They were all basketball fans. Well, I've never heard of Mookie Blaylock. Blaylock, yeah. Basketball yeah, player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to go then. I'm going to go horse. It is a horse. You, you, yes. are, you are correct there. What am I chopped liver? <laughs> what am I chopped liver? What am I chopped liver? That's got to be a breakup song. Or like a want. I want you to love me song. No, that is that is a horse. Oh, that is a horse it. that ran in the 1970 Kentucky Derby. Um, junk in the trunk. It's got to be. See, now you're messing with me because the, imme- the whole point of the game is to mess with you. I know because immediately you're I'm doing like, very well. I'm by immediately the way. I was like, that's Sir Mix a lot. But then I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I have worked a Sir Mix a lot concert. Oh, I don't remember him singing this song. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Big booted horse. It is a big bootied horse. You are correct. Yes. Uh, You are killing this, man. Uh, Bodacious tatas. (laughs) Bodacious tatas? Junk in the Trunk ran in the 2000 Derby, by the way. Oh. Well, I'm sorry that Junk in the Trunk didn't win. Yeah, Uh, not a winner, no. Not not a winner. Um, That's got to be a... Oh, that's got to be a song, right? No, that is a horse. That's Ran a horse. in the 1985 Kentucky Derby. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. The song lyrics would just be way more vulgar. Yeah. Uh, right. Ha ha, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> is this ha ha Clinton Dix's horse? Uh, uh, it might be. Ha ha, you're dead. Is this Paul McCartney song after John Lennon died? Oh, man. It was after George Harrison died. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be a song. It is a song. It's a Green Day song. It's a Green Day yes, song. Yes. Very good. You're absolutely killing this. Oh, I should have known it would have been a Green Day song. Yeah. Loop de loop. 
loop de loop loop de loop and pull and now your laces are looking full something like that <laughs> that's like a, a tire your shoe i think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go horse. Oh, that is incorrect. The full title of the song is Loop de Loop, and then uh, I guess the subtitle of the song is Flip Flop Flying in an Aeroplane by the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a couple more uh, here. We've got. uh, We've got. Let's go with. Let's go with Walk of Shame. That's got to be a horse. That's a a horse. That is a horse. It's like Bob Bafferty's horse when he returns. 1991 Derby horse. Uh, I like bananas. (laughs) Pretty sure I heard one of my students singing that this week. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. That's got to be a song. Nope, that's a horse. Oh, you had it. It's a song. Uh, the, The subtitle of the song. So it's I like bananas. And then uh, in parentheses, because they have no bone, and that is by the Hoosier Hot Shots. Dang uh, it. I've got two more. I thought you tried to really trick me there. It, well, listen, I'm trying. I'm trying all the way across. Two more uh, in the game. Uh, you you can uh, you can improve your score, but you're doing like I said, you're you're above fifty percent, which I'm, I'm impressed with. I'm doing better than I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Panty raid. <laughs> That's a horse. That is That's a horse. That is definitely a horse. It's also for sure a song, but it's a horse. Yes, it first. is both. It is both. There uh, is for sure a song named Panty Raid. The the yes, there's multiple songs. There's a country song, there's a rap song, and there's a 1950s doo-wop song, which, I was is, like, which is the fun part. That is a Juicy J song for sure. Uh, Jar of Hearts. That's a song. You know the song? Sitting in there with your jar of hearts. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a song. Yeah, it was. When I was in middle school, there Luke, this was the number one girl song sang at the talent show. Was it really? I've never Jar heard of this song. It's, yeah. uh, they sang it probably five times. Uh, five different girls sang it. Really? Holy yeah. cow. It was a whole thing. Did anybody sing, uh, here's a song that I did not get to, uh, did anybody sing Voices of Cheese? No. Okay, that's a Frank Zappa song. Which, that would have been a perfect middle school song. Yeah. Voices, Voices of, of Cheese. cheese. Uh, the other song I didn't, I didn't. I figured you would get as a song, is uh, Stoned Soul Picnic. Stoned. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't, sound, doesn't sound much like a horse. That's not really a horse's name. Uh, a couple other horses. There's a horse uh, in 2006 named Slump Buster, <laughs> which I loved. Uh, there, in 2000, there was a horse named uh, Turducken. Oh, I would not have got, I would have assumed song because Oh, really? Of, Turducken? Uh, well, because yeah. of John Madden. He well, yeah. was making the turducken, which sure. would make me think yeah, that should've, someone should've, would want to write a song. Should have done turducken. A couple ones. These are the ones that actually got me to think of it, but then I like the funny ones better. But the uh, I, I found the funniest winner, the funniest names for winners, and they're not all that great. But the 1915 winner was a horse named Regret. Uh, <laughs> yep. 1921, Behave Yourself. 1975, Foolish Pleasure. Ooh. And in 1989, it was Sunday Silence. And I looked at those four, and I was like, those all sound like songs. Those are songs. Foolish pr- Pleasure. Yeah. I would have guessed song. That, well, that sure, they all sound out. like songs, but the problem was the list of songs that I chose were all funny song names. Yeah. So I don't know how you would have done those. I don't know. Those would have tricked you in it. But that was, that was what led me to that. But yeah, Foolish Sunday Silence. Pleasure. Dude, that totally sounds like oh, a song. Oh, yeah. Foolish Pleasure. Foolish Pleasure probably That's a is a hair song. band song, for sure. Oh, that's uh, an '80s hair band. Like Motley Crue sang that song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no question about it. So, anyways, there's your there's your game. I hope that you played as well as uh, as well as Ortner did on horses. You were one, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, and two in songs. You were a little bit worse, six and three. So we'll you know, take it. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good score overall. So uh, what, what is that? Twelve out of uh, twelve out of eighteen overall. I, I will take that. Or, that uh, is what? thirteen out of thirteen out of uh, eighteen. It's overall. right around uh, a D. You know what? Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, good job. That's Sol- passing enough. Solid work. You passed the test, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time for something we call good versus evil. We'll do it next. Sinner and Saint on ten eighty the fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Ah! Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. We got stops, and then we were able to get out and run, and we got great looks, and we made the right play every single time. Nobody wants to ask about all the adjustments we made from game one to game two. That is Celtics coach Joe Mazzula. Pretty pissed off at his uh, presser after game two that no one asked him about his finer coaching points. This following the last, oh, what is it, three out of the last four NBA championship coaches have been fired. Luke, do you think that Joe Mazzulla is trying to show that, hey, NBA coaches are more important than they seem to be getting credit for? Uh, if he's trying to do it, I don't think he's doing a very good job by being petty about it. It's it's one of those things where nobody remembers game one, two, and three in NBA Finals or NBA Series. As as we progress through these, right now we're kind of in the doldrums. The round, round one is fun because there's always an interesting game on because there's something going on where somebody can get upset. And this year we had five, six, seven, eight seeds all get through. So this year's round one just about as entertaining. Most of the time, it's the best teams win, and we go right through. But when you get to round two of the NBA playoffs, you got a couple series going on. These early games don't really matter. It's a lot of jockeying for, for position. Oh, no! Denver won the first two games at home. Phoenix doesn't have a chance. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, we had a 20-game blowout. The other team doesn't have a chance. Yes, we do. Everybody's making adjustments. The best adjustment you can make in basketball is to have your players make shots. That's what makes coaches look great. Until you're Phil Jackson, you have 11 championships. Don't tell me that you made the best adjustments. Just calm down. Please. This is not rocket science. We probably just ran out of, out of time today. Well, you know. Eric, did, did he push? How no, much did I, he push? Like, no. like, <laughs> how many different ways? Go ahead. You know, come on. Uh, look, at, at this point, yeah, we're, we're having very reasonable conversations. Uh, I know where his heart is. I know what he wants to do. Uh, this was not just a decision between Jimmy and I. Uh, we're probably the worst people that are going, you know, to rely on to make that kind of decision. You know, so, yeah, we have to pull in the medical staff and the training staff, and uh, we have to make a responsible decision. Uh, and that was the decision we, we made, and we're all uh, on board with that. That is Miami coach Eric Spolstra after sitting out Jimmy Butler for game two after he rolled his ankle in a pretty bad ankle roll and uh, sounds like he has an ankle sprain. He's supposed to be back today at 1230 for game three. Luke, do you think I almost said buy or sell there? My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong segment. Luke, 
Do you think that uh, Jimmy Butler can return and be playoff Jimmy again, leading Miami to be the first eight seed to go to the Eastern Conference Finals? You ever play with an injury? I've played with a sprained ankle before. There you go. Yes, you have. And and adrenaline takes over, right? I mean, it's one of those things where when you look at the way that Jimmy Butler plays this game, the Heat haven't been great all year. And they've had injuries and they've had, you know, their ups and downs. But when it mattered most, Jimmy Butler has another gear. So if he's healthy enough to be out there, uh, I don't think there's any risk. And that nobody thinks there's any risk of further injury. I think he's going to go back to, to what he's been doing. I mean, the path is clear. I mean, they're playing against, uh, you know, the, the five seed in, in the New York Knicks. So they've got the easiest draw of any eight seed to make it through. Once you beat the one seed, they don't reseed the NBA playoffs like they do uh, in other sports. So, yeah, I think they have a realistic chance to do it because Jimmy Butler can be otherworldly. And if he's healthy, healthy enough to play, he's healthy enough to have that extra gear. Well, and there's also something to be said about he's got better drugs than I had. <laughs> I don't think there's any question about yeah, that. I just had Don Julio. Well, hey, that's a perfectly fine drug. Yeah, better than Pepe Lopez. Right. Shot clock is off. Warriors down three. Curry double team. Jordan Poole lets it fly. No. Long rebound to Schroeder. So that is Jordan Poole's missed three-pointer to tie in uh, the Golden State uh, LA game one. Obviously, the Warriors end up going on and winning in game two, so that series is knotted up at one to one. Luke, when you look at this series, and I know everyone else is doing it, so I'm not going to make you do it. (laughs) Is this a series that really affects either player's legacy or is it our last chance to sit down and watch two greats have one final battle oh i don't know if it's one final battle i mean the nice thing about having uh, lebron james in the western conference is they have more opportunities to meet because they don't both have to run through their conference to do so um it, it, it depends on what happens with this lakers team i mean you have to remember that they were the best team in basketball at the after the trade deadline. They went out and made a ton of moves, and to have one or two of those work, let alone three or four of those, be just absolutely game-changing moves for this Lakers team, I think this is... I think this is as much about the teams as it is about the two great players because LeBron is in a different phase of his career, right? He's not the guy that has to take over. If he needs to, he can go out there. But remember, in their play-in game, the only bucket he really scored at the end was that last one that they needed. The one that matters. Yeah, the one that matters. And and Steph Curry, I think, is still you know that, that real difference maker. When he has the ball in his hand, he can just create so much. So, yeah, I... Last opportunity to see two greats, maybe the best of what we'll have left of LeBron, because I think this is the, the trajectory that he's on where he's going to step back from his teammates. But the Lakers are fun to watch. That's that's a part that's surprising. <laughs> Who doesn't hate the Lakers? Right. But the way this team is built, they're kind of fun to watch. Yeah, it, it almost seems like it's, uh, it's the last true battle of, yeah, LeBron's not where he once was, but... It's meaningful. Next find, time they find, play, it won't Find be. some Toby Keith for the segment that we dedicate to talking about this series in the next hour. Because right. uh, there, is, there, is uh, there is a track 
Not as good as uh, not as good as I once was, but I'm good as once oh, as I ever was. You I know love the one. that one. And but that's 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 where we're at. And it, it, I mean, I just feel like this series is going to come down to a a moment, a moment or two. And I hope I listen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope it doesn't become a runaway series where it's lopsided and it's a four-one victory for for either team. I want it to I want it to come down to the game seven and a big moment. That's all we can hope for. Couldn't agree with you more. And then my favorite story. Well, there's music for your favorite story of the week. That's right. Hold on. on. Let me be hit better. the thing. I'm Jeez. fine. I've what, got all What are you? Things. What are you, a fill-in? Hold on. Boom, my favorite story. Yeah. Doesn't that feel more dramatic? Yeah, it does. All right, here it is. I got to meet a few, a few uh, movie stars. I got to meet Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Tracy Morgan. I met quite a few people, but when we were getting seated, he was, just, he was just picking on me a little bit for being young, you know, like, he was getting seated and he was like, oh, we're about to sit by, uh, what's her name, we're about to sit by Jessica Alba, and I'm just like, oh, you know what I mean, I'm like, you know, I don't know who that is, and he just looked at me, he looked at me like I'm crazy, you know what I mean, so, yeah, it was just great just being able to sit, sit over there and I got to, I got to meet her, and, um, one of her friends who was from Detroit, actually, you know, it was, it was great vibes. But that whole night, he would just keep asking me out of nowhere. He's like, do you know who that person is? And I'm like, bro, that's Amari Stoudemire. I know who that is. Like, now you're just picking on me at this point. That was New York Jets corner Sauce Gardner claiming that he has no idea who Jessica Alba was, who he was sitting next to during game two in MSG. Yeah, there is no chance he has no idea who Jessica Alba is because we are the same age. Me and Sauce, not Jessica. No, and I very, am very well aware of who Jessica Alba is. And I know you guys like to get mad at me all the time. We're like, you'll give me a reference. I'm like, I'm have you no watched? Idea. You you watched Idle Hands then? I've not. Oh, I've not. But I know who so, Jessica Alba is. That was that was I think the first movie that she was in, and she and I are close to the same age. I think I would have um, to go through yeah. her movies i just know i know her yes you know what i mean yeah well listen i i understand that but you know what there is uh something charming about uh somebody meeting a celebrity when you don't know who they are here's the thing that he he definitely knew is jessica alba is gorgeous he sat down and went yes all right but you know what she probably was like oh yeah no i'm just a regular person and then they can have a conversation boy my wife met uh, kareem abdul jabbar talked to him for 45 minutes she had no idea who he was she's like tall well, yeah, but he's sitting down, and they're just talking. And we had just moved back. We moved to L.A. from Maui, mm-hmm. and he had a place in Maui. So they just talked about Hawaii for 45 minutes. She's like, oh, I met somebody that's famous. She knew he was famous, and she knew he was tall. She's like a basketball player. And then she starts to describe him because she couldn't remember his name. And I go, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. She goes, that's it. And I'm like, oh, boy. Like, here we go. Yeah. Lou Al Cinder. Just yeah. wait. Come he's, on. And he's probably over there like, yes, someone yeah. doesn't know me as a basketball player. And just get to talk. He gets to talk about, you know, travel and his, his, you know, his place and where he lives and, you know, just a nice, ordinary conversation. So hopefully he took advantage of that and got to uh, chat up Jessica a little bit. No, I, I hope he took full advantage of it. Good luck, Chuck, is where I know her from. There <laughs> Good luck, Chuck. There is where I know Jessica. There, there you go. Uh, good luck. Oh, I'm thinking Chuck and Larry get married. That's uh, Jessica Biel. Also, also great, fantastic. great movie. Great I don't know. Jessica's. What is Good Luck Chuck? Good Luck Chuck is it's it's bad. It's Dane oh. Cook. 
He gets <laughs> yes, like I, I think I do know. He that. gets yeah, spoiler Dane, alert. Dane Cook, not good actor. He gets hexed and so like girls would hook up with him and then immediately find their husband right after. Oh, yeah. But none of them would yeah. marry him. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I think I remember that. Uh, all righty, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to move on to hour two. We're going to talk about uh, baseball a little bit. We're going to talk about basketball a little bit. Uh, and then, uh, have you ever been uh, attacked by a bull while you're warming up for your sporting event? Not yet. Well, hour, Give it time. Hour two is next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 